This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. So far, so good on a night of first impressions. In the wing column, Chuck went up for your Toronto Raptors, 116-104 against the LeBron James-less Cleveland Cavaliers. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball right here across the TSN radio network. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Sweets Watson with you from inside what was a lively Scotiabank Arena tonight. We will open up the phone lines for your first impressions in a few moments' time. We want to hear from you at Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson, Dwayne with a U, D U A N E, on Twitter. Give us your first impressions of Kawhi Leonard of this Nick Nurse-led team on how some of these units may come together. These aren't definitive statements on what the team is or what they may be, but this was your first glimpse in a real basketball game, this team playing in front of you tonight. And overall, Dwayne, I think there's a lot of positives to take from this overall from this Raptors performance. Well, it's easy to get excited when you see the great things this team did tonight. And then you get a little, not cautious, but then you have to, more than anything, if, if they blew them up by 50 points, it's still game one of the season, and that's the key. But there's a lot of positives to take on that, especially what you saw from Kawhi Leonard, who, of course, was just getting used to getting his rhythm in this game. But when he was on, he showed you the things he could do, getting to the basket with ease, being active on the break. And that's just going to come with time and finding his shots, too. So, To our listeners just getting in your car or just tuning in right now, we will bring you Nick Nurse, the new head coach of the Raptors, his press conference live as soon as he's behind the podium. So don't fret, don't worry. We got you covered. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the headline. He was the main story coming into tonight's ball game, And I think generally, Dwayne, he performed as advertised. Yes, there's going to be a little bit of rust. Yes, he only played six games all of last season. But the guy is simply a baller. He's a machine. He's methodical. 9 of 22 from the field, a three-point make, 5 of 6 from the free throw line. Give him his double-double, 24 points, 13 rebounds, and a couple assists as well. No, no complaints. Look good. I mean, if he shot the ball better, I'd be happy, but he did everything everything else and also a plus 13 because you know he can do it on both sides of the ball and that's that's key and they needed him to provide that offense to bring him later in the game when the Raptors couldn't seem to put it away the game was over but they couldn't just close that door he seems just like a glue guy he might not be high on the flare he did have a nice throwdown in the third quarter of a play but he's just textbook like you you look it's kind of almost a throwback the way that he plays he's not afraid to get down and dirty does does the little things right and he uses his body so well that's what i love seeing up live in person and it's funny when you watch him it's like you don't i don't want to say you don't notice him but it's so workmanlike and simple what he does there's no like big plays like you say so it's like oh at the end of the game has 24 and 13 which is a great stat line right but he did it very subtly and that's that's what you can expect from Kawhi leonard Aside from, like, fantastic blocks, he's going to get it done. And not look flashy, but he's going to look good, look solid doing it. The best way I can describe it to our listeners, some players just naturally have that ability to hit big shots or make great passes. And you notice them right away because they're done with a lot of flair. But they're not all all the time textbook in terms of the way that they're executed. Kawhi Leonard, the way that he squares up his body to the hoop each and every time, and he always has the defensive player 
on the retreat. Like you can't be too aggressive with him because he's quick enough to blow past you as well. It's that body control. It's that ability to play within itself, himself, that kind of takes him to another level. Yeah, it's like the method to his madness in terms of he's kind of waiting to break you down and make those moves and analyze it before he goes and does We're it. We're going to go downstairs. Here is Raptors head coach Nick Nurse. Well, I think we saw some spurts of some pretty good play, but 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 it was wasn't a um, the prettiest painting uh, picture, right? There was a lot of a lot of whistles and a lot of stoppage. We we sent them to the line a little bit too much and gave up a little <clears throat> few too many offensive rebounds, right? So it was kind of a stop start game. Uh, but you know there was some really good spurts when we broke it open and and, and things. But um, yeah, we've got some room for improvement, that's for sure. Get a lot of like five or six stops in a row, stretches at all during the game. Was that just unfamiliarity with where each other is, do you think? Uh, I, th- I think I think we um, a lot of those got broken up by by free throws, right? I, you know, I think so. There was just so many. Um, you know, we're trying to be a little more aggressive, as you know. Uh, we're trying to get our hands involved in the ball a little bit more. We got we got called for a lot of them tonight. Um, there was a ton of loose ball fouls on us on the rebounding too, but. I don't know. At least we're hitting some people on those. I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna uh, go too, too, um, uh, be too disappointed in that, right? But um, yeah, we need to, we need to, we, we pride ourselves in our consecutive stops and some big long strings. I think you're kind of referring to some of those preseason games. I think we had a couple of eleven in a rows in a couple of games, but uh, yeah, we will have to stay on them about that a little bit. I mean, how much of, of what you're talking about was? first game of the year and how much it was like basically you've had one exhibition game in the last two weeks or something like that yeah I think they're both related right I think they're both related there's a lot of there's a lot of rough edges out there I think I think he saw that I mean if you watch last night too I think it was, that game was like four to two after six minutes or something right it, you know it's it's a nervousness to the start of the season um it's it's uh very few minutes for a lot of guys in the in the uh preseason you know, there's new pieces, and again, I threw a whole bunch of different lineups out there tonight, right? Um, and uh, some of that will take some time to get familiar as well. Um, I don't know. If we, if we wouldn't have probably fouled so much and rebounded a bit better, probably would have looked a whole lot better. What did you like? Oh, I, again, I like the uh, acceptance of, of JV and Serge to play their roles. You know, they, they tried to sneak us and go small there late out of a timeout, and, and I just put JV back in a minute, less than a minute ago, and... You know, I told them before the game, I said, that's what they're going to do. They're going to go to a timeout, and you have, you have just entered. And in the past, we might not have made that switch because it was kind of JV's rotation. But we went in there and didn't let Love get off any three balls, right, to, to kind of get further back in the game. Um, you know, again, I thought Kawhi, uh, he created a lot of opportunities for himself, but again, looks... I don't know. I think there's some of those nights that a lot of those are going to go in, and he's going to parade a lot more to the free throw line. I thought they, I thought they roughed him up pretty good, and he didn't. He only shot six free throws, so I think there's, um, you see that the ability is there for him to get shots, and I think some some nights those are going to be some big numbers. I like that. And Kyle was awesome tonight, right? Kyle was awesome. Pre-game, you were talking about your relationship with Jonas and going to Lithuania with him. How long have you known he's had that passing? And um. Uh, out of the post. <laughs> He's, he is actually a pretty good passer, right? And 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 um, probably about four years ago when I first went, I went over there and and really started working on some up the court ball handling and and firing the ball around a little bit more, just because I, I wanted to see what his skill level was like. Uh, so it's it's been a little while, but I think we're we're giving him a little organization on where those cuts are coming from, and he's and he's and he's finding them. 
Willing passer. That's good. That's a good thing. He's a willing passer. The one he had with OG that ended up with a dunk right in front of your bench was like that sort of reactive play that he probably doesn't make this time last year. I, I agree with you, right? I think I think you're right. I think again we had a couple of really cool possessions like that when it didn't look like much was happening, and all of a sudden, boom! It was it was a back cut and maybe a kick out or another back cut or something, and, and we were finding some stuff. And that's again a little bit of the. Uh, Improvisation that we need to be able to play with because teams are going to throw so many good things. I mean, I liked it. We hadn't we hadn't spent a ton of time working on double teams and stuff, and, and obviously they went to double quai. I think we found some uh, switching uh, up the floor step ups to run to get some smaller guys on him, and then they came and doubled and and uh, he threw a couple bullets out of there that guys guys didn't handle very well. But again, it's it's a, it'll it'll come to a better rhythm hopefully um, as we get to know each other a little bit more. Can you talk a bit about uh, Serge's game tonight? He struggled a bit from the floor from the shot, but is he just getting familiar to his, his new role? You, you know what I think? I think he, or would he go like two for ten? Two for ten from the field, yet I think he played pretty well. Right? I, I really do. I think he, he was he was on the glass. I, you know, he had six fouls, and I think five of them were loose ball fouls. But it's, it's kind of one of the things that's changed for him, right? He, he's been standing around the three-point line, not getting much of a chance to offensive rebound. Um, he got his hands on some. He went for a lot more. He had some really nice moves after getting them that just kind of rolled off. So I'm not going to get real caught up with the two for ten for him because I thought he played hard, played unselfishly for the team, and, and did a lot of positive things. Uh, first win as head coach. What does tonight mean to you? Well, it's it's pretty cool, right? It's it's um it's good to get it done. It was it was a little bit um, nerve wracking there towards the end. It's kind of one of the the uh, coaching when you get a nice lead and all of a sudden it starts shrinking down there towards the end. You just that, that clock seems to be moving really slow, but but um, really cool to get it done. And and now we can quit talking about that and get ready to get ready to start coaching, right? Kyle didn't play a lot in the preseason and didn't shoot the ball particularly well in the preseason either. And then tonight he almost couldn't miss. Did you just were you confident that when the games mattered you would just become different? Yep, I was. I, he's he's been really good in, in his effort and his leadership and his work working. You know, and I just think that. You know, a lot of these veteran guys, they, they can't they can't just quite get their motor going quite enough to the to the um, level it needs to in the preseason anymore after 10 or 12 years. I, th I think you see that around the league quite a bit. Um, but he's worked very hard. He's practiced really well, and uh, he just was waiting for the lights to come on. Yeah, you know he's he's really a, a almost a duplicate version of Kyle, right? They're they're, they're super, super high Q, both really good in the pick and roll. Both will attack the rim when we really need something, right? Um, and he's a really really good defender, right? He's he's not only he's not only uh, good at getting underneath people and getting into the ball. He's also very smart in his rotations and all that stuff defensively. Um, and I and I you know usually would have probably ran that out with him at the end, typical of of last season. But I just felt we needed a little injection of something else there the last few minutes, so I went back with Pascal, who also had a had a really nice game tonight. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot. There you go. His first win as an NBA head coach, Nick Nurse, head coach of the Toronto Raptors, 116-104. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Anything stand out from what he had to say? I, I thought they were going to go down the list of every player on the Raptors <laughs> roster. Hey, Coach Nurse, what do you think about so-and-so? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you think about the guy selling souvenirs in <laughs> Section 12? Like, come on. <laughs> Lots to talk about for his first win, I guess, but they really want to know what, how the players did. Yeah. Um, right. Kyle, 
Let's talk about Kyle. I mean, Kyle didn't really do that much in the preseason, obviously, as we saw. Um, but he had a solid night tonight, and I think... Best player on the floor, Dwayne. Yeah, that, and that's what we Honestly. talked about in terms of what... When Kyle plays like this, the game's going to be so easy for him and for his teammates. Do you know what was funny last year? Um, and that was a different Kyle Lowry tonight. 10 of 12 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3, 8 assists. He was more aggressive. Yes. Like, last season, I, I don't know what it was, and I don't know if it was based upon the team around him, but oftentimes he deferred, and it would only take shots when he has to. Right. I think you see the best Kyle Lowry when he's being the aggressor. Yeah, and when he's got that chip on his shoulder. Right. And I think I think he does have a chip on his shoulder. Not that he hasn't approved, but just kind of like to reaffirm, hey, I'm here, this is what I can do. You saw me last year, I played with DeMar, but like, his, his pull-ups on the split behind the three-point line, the confidence he took, and he was just like, Heat check after heat check in, whether it's getting the basket and then facilitating for his teammates, he did it all. And even like the coaching, I saw a number of conversations with Danny Green where he's talking about defensive rotations and doing all that stuff. And that's the kind of Kyle that this team is going to need to get to where they go. But when he plays like that, he is a problem. Uh, one more thing I want to address, and then we got to slip out for a moment. But I love how Nick Nurse was very political. Yes, he, he was, was very delicate in his criticism of the referees. Look. The people that are paying, the 20,000 people that are in this building tonight, are not here to watch a free throw contest. And that's what happened tonight. The Cleveland Cavaliers went to the free throw line 39 times. The Raptors, the better team, 20. Yeah. 20 times. Like, that was a joke how it kept the Cavaliers in the game. I know that Nurse feels the same way. Everyone in the building was frustrated by how many times that whistle was being blown. That has to change. I don't know if it's a level of respect or just a level of incompetence, but that was out of control tonight. Yeah, there were some fouls. Yes, there was some sloppiness, but that much, Dwayne, yeah. it was incredible. 54 fouls, which is ridiculous, and that's a number of an inordinate amount of stoppages of plays, and some of them were justified. And then you saw kind of the tail end where you know where Kyle's going to the hole and Furby's going to the hole. Their makeup calls, and and Kevin Love was getting like frustrated, but it's because they weren't calling all the first half, so of course he can get mad. But the refs can't affect the game in a way where there's too many stoppages of plays that aren't necessary. Uh, we got plenty to get to Indeed. over the course of the next uh, 40 minutes or so. We have our two-for-one pizza player of the game to get to. You're going to hear Kawhi Leonard in conversation with TSN's Kate Burness. Uh, Matt and Jack, Devlin and Armstrong are going to give their thoughts, and we're going to go inside the Raptors' locker room. And, oh, yeah, by the way, we want to hear from you, Toronto, your first impressions of this Raptors team, and namely Kawhi Leonard here tonight, 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050, toll-free at one 855 Five nine one six eight seven six. Let's light up these phone lines. Toronto Wheeler Watson hanging out with you after this Raptors one sixteen one zero four victory right here on TSN ten fifty. Lowry corner three good down the bottom of the well. Leonard with the assist after punching into the lane. Lowry knocks it down in front of the bench. Raptors up thirty nine thirty six. Osmond jumper in and out. Valanciunas with the rebound. Outlet Lowry quickly up the right side near wing. Left hand to the middle. To a trailing Danny Green. Three in the bottom of the well. Ty Lue gets the fire hose out. Says, give me a timeout. Toronto with its biggest lead of the game at 42-36. 
That was a moment right there, really, in the game when things shifted for the Raptors. You were waiting for a little bit of a mini run, and it finally came. And that's what the Raptors are all about, and that's what they're going to be all about as this group moves forward. A real solid performance in a 116-104 victory here at the Scotiabank Arena tonight. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. You want to hear from Kawhi Leonard? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to hear from Kawhi Leonard. It's a few, re- few and far between, so definitely take what I can get it. Uh, well, Kate Burness wrangled Kawhi Leonard for a little post-game chat, and here's how it went on the floor after the 116-104 victory. Kawhi, you said this past week you missed absolutely everything about basketball. A double-double in your first meaningful game in nine months. How did that one feel tonight? It felt great because we got the win tonight. And uh, we just got to keep going from here. We got we did a lot of mistakes tonight, but we just got to keep building off this game. A standing ovation from the Raptors crowd. Cheers throughout the game. Signs in the audience. Even some MVP chants. How did you feel about the response from the Raptors faithful? I thought it was great. They had great energy tonight. Uh, they made us uh, made a good push for us in that fourth quarter when we when we didn't have no energy. But uh, I love it tonight just about coming out here and playing and seeing all the love and support. Thank you, Kawhi. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. There you go, Kawhi Leonard post game. He heard you, Toronto. He heard you out there. Yeah. And he gave them a show. I mean, we talked about a guy who hasn't played in a while, had to prove what he's got from a skill level, that he still can play this game, and he showed that tonight. And, and that's the thing. I thought this, this building was loud. Shout out to the Raptors in game operation crew because that pregame wow. ceremony, yeah, that, that was, it gave you chills. It got you hyped. I, I just thought it was really well execute, executed. And that applause on the introduction of Kawhi Leonard, yep. that was next level. And this was a building that I was critical at times last year because I don't know if Raptors fans got complacent at times, but this building some nights just lacked that energy. But tonight was good. Tonight was decent. But really I think good part start. of that is the difference when you have a star player in, in the arena. Like you have Kawhi, a superstar player who can break it and do anything incredible at any time. And these fans are appreciated. Want to see him stay in Toronto. 416-870-1050, asking for your first impressions of this Raptors team, of Nick Nurse, of Kawhi Leonard, of Danny Green. Give us a call, 416-870-1050, and toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Let's go out to Mississauga. Mike, you're batting leadoff uh, for our 2018-2019 call-in season. Congrats, Mike. Hey, how's it going, boys? Good. Uh, uh, sorry, you don't want a prize for that, but you get to chat with us nonetheless. Is that cool? It'll be the first time I've ever uh, been a leadoff. So, you know, hey. <laughs> you're, you're more of a power header, aren't you, Mike? Uh, well, I'm maybe more of a bottom of the lineup kind of guy. <laughs> okay. uh, you out, and me, you and crew, me, buddy. Uh, in Oakville, we just won our uh, softball league championship. So, congrats, congrats. pal. Uh, what are, what are your man. first impressions um, on what, what what you saw here tonight? Satisfied with the win, boys. I think uh, with all the new pieces. Um, you know, I think with Leonard having been away from the game for a whole year, having DeLon Wright, you know, not playing tonight, and OG, I think, was out for a bit of the game as well. I think if you're Nick Nurse and, and the Raptors brass, you're looking at that game and you're saying, wow, the potential with this team is ridiculous. And if we can get everything aligned and all the stars aligned, this team has some potential to do the damage that I think everyone knows they're capable of doing. Yeah, thanks for putting that in perspective. Because for me, I'm kind of like, it was a good game, but I, I want more. Right. But I mean, t- 
to re- to realize like this is this is the raw piece that we're seeing that we have much more game to go and for to get fine tuned and get better. And there's a lot of pieces out there, and these guys are just jiving. I mean, I agree with you. It's like it's a lot of positives to see. My, Mike, and I, I want to piggyback on that thought and, and get your thought on this. The starting five. Two thumbs up, like Siakam, Leonard, Valanchunas, Lowry, Green. I think that starting five is better than any starting five I've seen for the Toronto Raptors, in fairness, over the years. But now the bench is a little bit different. Now, no DeLon Wright tonight, but will that bench, because the bench oftentimes carried this Raptors team last year. I think that that's where the question mark will be, Mike, is how that bench comes together to take this team to the next level. What do you think about that? Very good point. I mean, I... Look, last year was an anomaly a little bit, right? We walked into the year with a bench where we were so uncertain, and then this bench right. ended up becoming so great. This year, we're walking in thinking the bench is going to be great, but I think it's a little bit more uncertain knowing that, you know, you got someone like Pascal who's probably taken Ibaka's starting spot from the looks of it, right? So mm-hmm. you may have some, um, you know, some, some different lineups and shakeups, but I think at the end of the day, from what I've seen, I mean, I have no reason to believe anything other than everyone's aligned with the same goal. I think DeLon and, and Fred working together makes a big difference. So I, I, I yes. really think DeLon's presence um, or lack of presence was felt tonight. Thanks for the phone call, Mike. Really appreciate it. 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Call on our dime. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. We have no idea how long DeLon Wright's going to be out. Yeah. They're calling it a left adductor strain. Remember, that was an injury that DeMar DeRozan suffered before, and that kept him out for quite a while. Yep. So I don't think that this is necessarily good news. The Raptors have played it down. But in the past, this Raptors team has played down injuries as well, They're namely great. Fred Van Vliet heading into the playoffs last exactly. year. So, but, but not having DeLon, I feel like the key is we talk about the starting lineup, which we like. The question is, where is the offense really going to come from? I mean, Fred was good. He had 14 points, but we saw a surge struggle from the floor. And Pascal is a guy who would give that offense, too. He's in the starting lineup. So... Where is the offense going to come from on a consistent basis? And CJ Moss is just up with other things. So well, it's going to be Sergey, uh, CJ, and yep. Fred. And I said Sergey because I'm thinking Serge Ibaka needs to be that guy that steps up. Yeah, he needs to be the Serge Ibaka of a couple years ago, a guy that can step out, make a three point shot, a guy that's confident in the low post. I didn't see any of that tonight. Head coach Nick Nurse was very complimentary of his effort tonight. I get it to a certain degree of course, of because course. he was working hard out there, yep. but the execution wasn't there. He needs to be able to execute. For me, he's going to be the key guy in that, in, in, in terms Whether of that bench Even unit. if he's in the starting lineup, I agree with you, but I don't know if he's, he's that guy of, of a couple years ago. I mean, like he's kind of been on the decline, and that's not a knock on a, from the offensive standpoint. I think... I think the thing is maybe he needs to pick a spot better in terms of where, what he's doing offensively. I'm not saying he can't score, but you know he had a lot of shots that he looked rusty. He looked like he almost had a play in the year today from the offensive standpoint. Two of ten. Yeah, and Two like one was a, a, a three, a wide open three that Kyle Spoon fed to him, and one was a put back dunk like right in the paint. And he missed a lot of other shots, and the shots didn't look good. So um, he has to be that guy, but. Does the way he gets his offense has to task. I, I don't think finish. he can play that much. He played 27 minutes tonight. Valanciunas only played 20. And I know that it's a matchup thing. But look, at some point, 
you got to roll the dice with Valanciunas and understand he's going to cause matchup problems against whoever he's playing as well. Yeah. Now, I, I think that Valanciunas is just a better fit for this team. I know that things have gone small. I get it. You don't have to tell me about that. But still, the big man can play a role, force them to play to your strength, and the Raptors are a better team when Valanciunas is on the floor. Plus 13 for JV tonight, minus one for Ibaka. I agree with you. I think at the same time, though, it's tough when you have Kevin Love and JV, because Kevin Love is punishing pretty much anyone you put in front of him. You know, he got he got Pascal into two quick yep. fouls. And he did. I mean, he didn't shoot that well, well but he's a tough matchup for for guys who's ability to stretch the floor. So, I agree with you. I don't like necessarily catering to the matchup, but um, JV has proven, especially like uh, you know, on the flow of the offense where he's moving the ball or taking the right shots. He's helping this team get better. We will crown our two-for-one pizza player of the game. Next, you're going to hear from Matt Devlin and Jack Armstrong. Their thoughts on tonight's 116-104 victory and more of your phone calls as well at 416-870-1050 and toll-free at 1-855-591-6876. This is the Tangerine Raptors basketball post-game show. I'm Wheeler. He is Mr. Basketball Toronto, Dwayne Watson, and you're listening to TSN 1050 in Toronto. Fred hustles up the right side, far wing. Drives to the hoop, floats it up and in, and a foul. Oh, Fred Van Vliet says, I got two. And hold on, a coupon for one more. He'll go to the line for the old-time three-point attempt. Great call by Paul Jones, the voice of the Toronto Raptors, right here on TSN 1050. When Jonesy's back on it, you know it's basketball season, which oh, puts yeah. all of us in a much better mood. Especially when the Raptors win 116-104 in game one of 82-plus. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Watson at Wheeler TSN at Dwayne Watson is where you hit us up. We'll get to the results of our poll question from earlier tonight on your expectations for Kawhi Leonard this season before we wrap up. I, I'm putting Dwayne, I'm putting him in the pressure pack situation. The spotlight is the on you, my friend. Because this season... You're the individual that will choose the player of the game. I get the whole season, really? Two for one pizzas, high five deal. So where do you want to go for the P of the G? I want to give a special salute to Kyle Lowry, who I thought played a great game, um, shot the ball really well. But the man that everyone came to see delivered today. And he didn't even have a, a prime Kawhi Leonard game, but Kawhi Leonard is my player of the game. Uh, 24 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists. He didn't play, you know, peak why but that's still a good line for a guy who's finding his way hasn't played in a while playing with a new team so i give it to Kawhi so, so you're giving it so you're giving no, lowry gi- some pepperoni exactly but you're, you're giving Kawhi the crust the cheese the extra cheese goes to Kawhi. love the mushrooms on top yeah sure all right all right i would see i would have gone lowry but that's cool it's your spotlight it's your two-for-one pizza player of the game but i think you know what the pressure was on Kawhi, and not really pressure but the expectation was so high and he delivered and it it is funny because that's the guy that everyone will talk about tomorrow and not necessarily kyle lowry when's the last time you heard a player every time it's touched the ball applies yeah they go for the whole game but the beginning game every time he had possession the crowd lit up yeah i think they're excited i think a little bit you want to make them feel comfortable i think it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of factors but just the overriding sentiment that this is a big deal 
the smart, the intelligent basketball fans in the city know what it's all about yeah. and make them feel like home, and that he did. And that's why Kawhi Leonard is your player of the game, which is brought to you by Two for One Pizza's High Five Deal. Buy any large traditional pizza for fifteen ninety nine and get a second large one-topping pizza for just 5 bucks. Call 241 I like the high five deal. Maybe we can start calling it the Kawhi five deal. Ah, you're a marketing genius maybe there. Maybe two for one wants to yeah, put like, their boy license, Wheeler up. Exactly. Something, something. <laughs> uh, phone lines are still open, 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Your first impressions of Kawhi Leonard, of Nick Nurse's team, whatever you want to go for or go after, do so, 416 416-870-1050. Before we bring you back on, let's hear from the two guys who are calling tonight's game from the television side of things. Here is Matt Devlin and the coach, Jack Armstrong. All right, when you think about the Toronto Raptors coming into tonight, the big question, Kawhi Leonard had not played since January 13th of this past year, this past season, only played nine games. He comes out, plays more than 37 minutes, and quite frankly, he looked fantastic. And I know that he's still searching for his game rhythm. Yeah, I mean, every minute he played, he looked a little bit more comfortable and pushed through the fatigue a little bit and started to express himself offensively, picking his spots. And to me, I mean, the guy just is an impactful guy on both ends of the court. He can make plays for you scoring. He can post. He can finish at the rim. He shoots it. And defensively, he can guard multiple positions. And he brings you an element of physicality and toughness that we have not seen here at the wing position. The Raptors have struggled in their past with having a legitimate three, two-way three-man. They got one now. He's a big-time play. 13 rebounds for Kawhi Leonard. The other question coming in tonight, Kyle Lowry, the four-time All-Star. Starting without, of course, his good friend, DeMar DeRozan, who was sent to San Antonio for Kawhi Leonard. You and I have been around Kyle Lowry. The one thing we both know, when the ball goes up, folks, he's for real. He's a pro, and he delivered a big time well, tonight. And the bottom line, that's pro sports. That's the nature of the beast. Guys come and go, and you have a job to do. You work for the Raptors, and he's one of the all-time greats in franchise history. His number's going to be up in the banners someday, and nights like tonight are a perfect reason why. I mean, the guy understands what works for him in his game. He's a playmaker. He can get to the rim and score. He can dial it up from deep. He competes his tail off defensively, and he had a wonderful night tonight. That's an impressive stat line. Five made threes. He was 10 of 12 overall from the field, was able to shoot the three as well as get to the rim. And up next for the Toronto Raptors, Boston, and then at Washington Saturday night as we send it back to you. Woo, thank you, Matt Devlin. The Boston Celtics in town. An early season, 1A versus 1B in the Eastern Conference. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. And look, Boston, you know, they played Philly in their opening game last night. Mm -hmm. You know, I think all teams are going to be a little sluggish out of the gate. But I think when you're staring down that and staring at that kind of opponent early season game, it's going to mean a little bit more. And some of these things that were a little sloppy tonight might be tidied up by maybe a little bit more focus, understanding, Dwayne, who you're playing against. Of course. I mean, I think you're looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron James. You're like, not that they're looking past that game, but you know that you have it in hand. But 
facing a team who you very likely could be playing in the conference finals in the Boston Celtics. And they also have two guys who they're fitting in who didn't play last year, who are key players but are coming off injuries. So I think everyone's going to you know drill down because they really want to see how they measure up early in the season. And both teams are deep, and that's going to be interesting. Uh, OG Ananobi left tonight's game after playing 18 minutes with a right orbital contusion. Yeah. Which, which means right above the eye or in the eye area, took an elbow. Yeah, he took Did an elbow. Did you see much in, in it, I, Dwayne? I saw right, I see, like right after he got hit, and he was kind of like dazed, and then they came back on defense, and Coach Nurse was like calling him, like, are you okay? And he kind of said okay, and then he immediately told Fred to foul and get him out of the game, and he went straight to the locker room. So, I, An important player because, like, I thought – at times, it looked real smooth. Just the way that he moves off the ball is really good. A couple of nice give and goes with the big man JV as well. And we talked about having some offense off the second unit. He's that guy who could provide it too. So you need a guy like OG in the lineup for this team. We will go inside the Raptors locker room next. You're going to hear from Fred Van Vliet after tonight's victory. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Raptors win game one of 82 plus. You're listening on TSN 1050. Game one of the 2018-2019 Raptors season in the books. They come out on top 116, one over 104 over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. You know what's funny? Like during the pregame introductions, they announce every coach. Right. There's a small army of them. <laughs> and all the players. Honestly, I think the second loudest ovation was for Fred Van Vliet. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, oh, yeah. That's kind of the story that fell under the radar. Fred VanVleet could have left via free agency, although he was restricted, right. ended up signing back with the Toronto Raptors. And I honestly think like, he's top three in terms of popularity of Raptors players. People love this guy, and rightfully so. Also up for Sixth Man of the Year award. So yes. it's not he has league recognition and, of course, Toronto recognition. And, you know, he was at his best in the playoffs, too, which I think I thought hurt, hurt the Raptors. And I won't get into why because I know it's the sore yes. spot for you. Oof, but you're right. What he, he can bring to this team. And he's another one of those guys where he's calm and cool, but so dangerous at the same time. And people respect what he brings to the game on both sides of the floor. He led the bench in scoring 14 points, led the bench in assists as well with five, with six of 14 from the field. Here's Fred Van Vliet, his post-game comments about what it feels like to come away with an opening night victory. That was good. It's good to start our journey, man. Um, just excited to be back playing. You know, NBA is back, and uh, watched the games yesterday, and, and got a chance to get out there tonight. So it was just good to be back out there playing in a real environment. Obviously, preseason is good for what it is, but um, it's a real test tonight. And uh, obviously, we got two tough games coming up this weekend. So, um, like I said, it's good to be to be back to work. As Coach said, it wasn't always the prettiest picture. But is that just sort of you guys working through? early season Ross getting together on the same page really on, on both ends I guess yeah it's gonna take some time I thought that uh, the two things that was constant it was just our intensity and uh, you know our effort out there and then you know the rest of the stuff lacked a little focus here and there and, and uh, turn the ball over a little bit um, but those things that we'll clean up just trying to learn each other figure out rotations and, and runs and, and different five-man units that are out there so those things are gonna take some time and uh, as long as we keep competing along the way, you know, we can live with it. Do you feel like you guys are closer to where you need to be on offense or, or defense? Offense for sure. Uh, I think that's the easy part for all of us. Uh, defensively, we got to clean up a lot. And uh, the potential is there to be really good. Um, but it's going to take some time to build that up, like I said. And uh, just looking forward to keep working each day. A lot of business tonight. Do you think that that's going to be something kind of early on as the officials try to stay on the pattern? 
Yeah, we saw that in the preseason. So, you know, the first few weeks they have to make that effort, concerted effort to do it. Now, whether it'll maintain the whole year, we have to wait and see. But uh, we got to do our job to make adjustments. And, uh, you know, it just kind of seems that um, the game should be 140 or 150 now. Um, so I guess you got to kind of straddle the line of, of what you can do and what you can't do um, to keep a free-flowing game. And um, the players have to adjust to the way that the rules are, are, are being officiated. So uh, like, that'll take some time as well. And I think we'll see more of it early than, than late, obviously. Look great. Look great. Those guys have looked like they've been a part of this team for a while. And, and I've been saying that from day one that it's been pretty seamless. And obviously, we're not where we need to be. But uh, I don't think anybody expects that right off the bat. And those two guys played played the bus off tonight. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, to what they bring to the table. There you go, Fred Van Vliet and his post-game comments after the 116-104 victory. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Want some random news and notes from tonight's game, Dwayne? Love to hear some. Uh, tonight, the Raptors set a franchise record on opening night with 14 three-point field goals made. Okay. I would have never guessed that. Would have been a franchise record. They did. I think that's Kyle kind Lowry of, had five of them. That's part of the new season, though. We know this right. team is not scared to take the three. What right. else you got? So uh, I got... With the win, Toronto improves to 15-9 and all-time in season openers. That's so typically good. season openers come out of the gate, good starts. Raptors have now won their last six opening games of the season. And this is a shout-out to the great fans of Toronto, the 184th consecutive sellout here at wow. the now-named Scotiabank Arena. Uh, that's dating back since November 11th, 2014. That's incredible. 19,915. Who said people don't follow only basketball? No kidding. Yeah, I, I, I'm done with that whole idea. I'm yep. done with that notion. Uh, a quick thought on the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's, is it, no, no, like, <laughs> the, it, the quickest of thoughts. Is, is this a team that like could end up battling for an, you know have an outside shot at a playoff spot or no? Just not. I, I don't think team. so. I think Kevin Love doesn't have enough support there. I mean, it, it, you know, it's. You had the greatest player of all time, so the greatest player in the NBA right now. Wait, J.R. Smith Sorry. is hurt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, no, I mean, and you've got teams at the bottom of these two conferences who are kind of move, making moves up, so it's going to be a while. Uh, poll question tonight at TSN 1050 Radio. You know you follow us. You know you play along. What are your expectations of Kawhi Leonard this season? 42% saying leads the Raptors to the finals. That's the expectation. 32% say all NBA first team. Thirteen percent defensive player of the year. Thirteen percent say bust. But always going to be the yeah, of course, here. exactly. Yeah. Um, Leads the Raptors to the finals. I, I think that that's what I would have picked as well. I agree. That's the expectation. It's more about the team exactly. and where he can take them than the individual accolades. And I don't think anyone on this team is kind of going for individual accolades. I think based on the past that's happened with the team and how they've been building and trending, it's a team focus. And individual awards don't mean as much as getting to where they need to get to. Um, next up. For the Toronto Raptors, Big game. game with the Boston Celtics on Friday night, an 8 p.m. tip. I believe it's an ESPN game, isn't it? It's not ours. No, no well, it's <laughs> not on our station, but I'll tell you what game is on our station. Let me know. The early season back-to-back Raptors in Washington on Saturday. You mean those uh, guys who think they have the best backcourt in the NBA? Those guys? Those guys that thought they could hang with us Do you know what Scott Brooks said year? to these guys in the, in the beginning of the season? Less talking. Let's well, stop talking. It's not a bad suggestion. Yeah. Uh, by the way, of note tonight in the NBA, why the Houston Rockets traded for Carmelo Anthony, I'll never know. The New Orleans Pelicans 131, the Houston Rockets 112. The Pelicans, that's starting five, 
once DeMarcus Cousins went down, yeah. were very good last year, and they're rolling with the same. And they don't have Rondo. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. But Rondo was kind of coming off the bench yeah, at times. Yeah. It was like Etuan Moore and Drew exactly. Holiday. But hey, that's, that's a concern for Houston. Wow. And the New York Knicks won a basketball game. And Dwayne Casey won his first game in charge of the Brooklyn Nets, 103-100. Detroit Pistons. And it was a winning uh, Detroit Pistons, sorry, over the, over the Brooklyn Nets, 103-100. And DeMar DeRozan gets off to a winning start with the San Antonio Spurs, beating the dysfunctional Minnesota Timberwolves, 112-108. DeMar DeRozan tonight, 28 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists in 38 minutes. Vintage DeMar. So there you go. Uh, we're going to be back right after Argonauts football on Saturday. So we'll be up in and around 7 p.m. Raptors, Wizards, hope you join us then. Jalen will be with us too. Good stuff, buddy. He is Dwayne Watson back in the saddle. Mr. Toronto Basketball at Dwayne Watson. Thanks to Keith Bauer, Chris DeVario down here at the Scotiabank Arena. Paul Jones, Sherman Hamilton, uh, Josh Loomberg doing work down here. And back at our agent court headquarters, Tyler Hunt, producer extraordinaire, and Natasha Shivraj. On behalf of everyone here at TSN 1050, I am Gareth Wheeler. Raptors win, Raptors win, baby. And enjoy the rest of your night, Toronto.